You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 171. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard, and I am still coming off of a wonderful high from being with thousands of Impact Drivers last week at the PMO Impact Summit. Oh my goodness, I just love these events and love connecting with all of you hardworking impact drivers doing the hard work of building and up-leveling their PMO and project management capability to help organizations deliver on their strategy with the highest possible return on investment as quickly as they can. And that's what I want to talk a little bit about today. I got a lot of great feedback from episode 167 saying, okay, I get it, speed matters. And you talked about this thing called iterating your way to impact. Tell me more. So we're going to talk about what I mean when I say iterating your way to impact, how this helps you accelerate the value you're contributing to your organization and how exactly to get started. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by the Impact Engine PMO. This is the only program of its kind designed to take you step by step by step through building elevating, or even rescuing a PMO. If you must deliver higher value for projects, have a portfolio that is humming along and getting your organization stellar results and delivering on their strategy, you must be inside the Impact Engine PMO program. Just go to iepmo.com and I will show you exactly how to iterate your way to impact in building, elevating, or yeah, even if you've got to rescue your PMO fast, We are going to take you on every step of that journey and you will be amazed with just how quickly you can start showing results, building credibility, and getting that seat at the table necessary to ensure that you're in the right place in the organization, that you have the right voice, that people hear you and are paying attention to what the PMO can do, and all without having to spend one minute selling the value of the PMO. That's right. Our students do not need to sell, convince, cajole, beg, plead, or even push themselves onto the organization because our impact drivers are too busy filling all the requests coming their way. If you want your business leaders begging you instead of the other way around, you must be in this program. We turn everything you think you know about how to build a PMO on its head based on real world practical experience from the last 25 years in the PMO and project management space. That's right. You are getting to leverage not only my 15 years inside PMOs, inside organizations, but also the last decade of working with clients and students all over the world, testing what works, trying everything in every situation. And now I can tell you, I've got you covered no matter what type of organization you're in, any of the, yeah, but this won't work for me, you think might be standing in your way. And the specifics only relevant to your industry or PMO. Don't worry. I've got you covered every step of the way. Just go to iepmo.com. That's impactenginepmo.com, iepmo, and register today to join me and your fellow PMO leaders from around the world making a huge impact with the PMO. Okay. Let's dive in to exactly what we teach our students inside the Impact Engine PMO program about iterating your way to impact. 
Now, in episode 167, I talked about speed and why that was so important to your PMO success. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, add that one to your download list so that you can listen to that one next. What I talked about in that episode was the importance of showing value quickly. And at the end, I talked about a couple of concepts, giving your business leaders what they want before you give them what they need, which will be episode 172. And this episode, which is about iterating your way to impact. So what does that actually mean? When I say iterate your way to impact, um, okay, that could mean a lot of different things. Here's what I'm talking about. Many PMO leaders set themselves up for failure right from the start, and they don't even know they're doing it. So they go into a new organization or they're placed into a new role. And as soon as they get started, they go to Dr. Google. That's right. The same Google you use to explore these strange symptoms you're having all of a sudden is the same Google so many of us go to for every problem in our lives. And why not the PMO? So I did another episode on the Googled PMO that you can go check out if you like. But essentially what happens is we start buying books, researching classes, trying to figure out how to put this PMO in place, and they find themselves completely inundated with information. And frankly, a lot of it's bad advice, just to be completely honest with you. That was what I found when I did tons and tons of research for years, once Google was actually a thing after I had started building PMOs. I read the books, I took the classes, and there was always something lacking for me, and it was really frustrating. My experience in the real world didn't match what the books or the classes were telling me to do. And that's because so much of it was filled with musts and shoulds and endless lists of all of these things that you needed to do in order to consider your PMO successful. And so when I looked at this mountain of information, this endless to-do list of things I needed to do and started trying to apply it, what I found was that a lot of it wasn't really tied to accelerating getting to that impact. It wasn't really tied to immediate business value. And so what was happening was when I was doing it is I was trying to do all the shoulds and the musts and I was running into issues of burning my credibility because it was taking me so long to address the challenges they had. Now we'll go into more about what to do about that specific problem in the next episode when we talk about the wants versus the needs. So I got your solution for that in the next episode, don't worry. But there's another problem that was happening that happens to so many of you. And that is that you're spending a lot of time before you're showing any real value. Now, I talked about the importance of speed last week, but there's another part of it that you need to know. And that is that you must consider iterating. You must consider an agile implementation approach to value delivery and get into a state of continuous value delivery instead of a one and done. Now, what often happens is after people have Googled their way to the perfect PMO and spent time trying to reconcile all of that conflicting information and confusing advice, they find themselves with this long list of things that they need to deliver with no real evidence as to which one of these things should be done first or second or when. And so they set about trying to deliver on this endless to-do list. And what happens because there's actually two problems going on, one we'll address next week and one now, is that they don't know what will bring the most value the fastest. They think they know, well, we must have a tool or gosh, we've got to have some templates here because that's a real problem. Or they just start doing 
based on that long to-do list of things that they should or must have. And so that list, because if you're anything like me, or frankly, your executives, this is one thing you have in common with them, is what I call having Thanksgiving eyes. So in the U.S., we have a holiday called Thanksgiving, which is a traditional time to get together since the beginning of Thanksgiving holidays, and everyone brings all this great food to the table, or maybe you're the lucky one that gets to make food for everybody else, and you might even get out the big plates. Like, we literally have huge plates that we only bring out when it's time for a holiday gathering. And people put so much food on those plates and then sit down and start enjoying all of the fabulous different recipes and you're realizing how good everything looks. But as you keep trying to digest it all, you're thinking, oh my gosh, this was probably a mistake. Well, that's what happens inside organizations. You get really excited about all the things you want to do and your list gets so long. And oh, by the way, they're probably asking you to build the plane while flying it, which means to start showing some value by delivering services while you're trying to build services and build a foundation. And all that time, you're just moving so slow on any real change while you're constantly playing catch up. And this is something that you do have in common with your executives because they're like, oh, can we just get this? And oh, it'd be great if we could do that. And oh, can we just? Anytime you hear just, you know something that is not just is coming. It's going to be something that's going to take a lot of time and energy and focus. And when your business leaders are saying it to you, it might actually be distracting you from that foundation you're trying to build. So before you know it, you have this long list you're inching your way through of the things that you know they need in order to have better delivery on the projects, but you're just not able to focus on it and get it done. You might actually be managing some projects too, and maybe those are getting done. And so you're starting to make some kind of headway and rescuing projects here and there. And maybe you've even been able to hire a resource or two to help you with all of that. But you're so focused on that working in the PMO activity, right? Doing the services delivery that you don't have that time to work on the PMO and show real foundational improvements, right? You know you have all these things you want to do and yet there never seems to be enough time to do them. Here's the problem. It could be the actual list of things that you have on that list aren't the right things, but it could also be that there's way too many because you've got Thanksgiving eyes. You want to put all of these things in place at once. And what that's doing is preventing you from getting any of them done at all. The secret is iterating your way to impact. The secret is making sure that you have the right things to work on. You prioritize those things that need to be done. And then you ensure that you're actually doing them one at a time in a way that can be digested by the organization, delivered successfully by you and your team, and showing real impact quickly. The secret is iterating your way to impact. The secret is an agile implementation approach to value delivery. So how do you do that? Well, one, I take you step by step by step through all of this in the Impact Engine PMO program. So if you're not there, why not? If you have to solve this problem, solve it with me, solve it with my team, solve it with your peers that are doing the same things you're trying to do in organizations around the world, because frankly, you don't have a lot of time to show real value. And if you keep trying to climb your way up this mountain of 
different things that you're supposed to be doing, the shoulds and the musts, you're going to always be playing catch up. You're going to feel very frustrated and you may already feel that way because you just feel like you just can't get these things done. And you know the organization would be more effective if you could. You know projects would be more successful. You'd know that you wouldn't have to keep rescuing if you had some of these things in place. And we'll talk about what those right things are you should have in place and how to figure that out next week. But right now, I just want you focused on the cycle, on the iterations. And if you are in my program, shout out to you, Impact Driver. I am so happy that you're here and listening because even our Impact Drivers in the Impact Engine PMO program can use a little reminder. The secret here is understanding the way the cycles are supposed to work. And we line them up with the way organizations actually plan and deliver work across business units. I bet you in your organization, you have some kind of a quarterly update process, quarterly review process, quarterly evaluation of where things are, whether it's with your people or the work you're doing or evaluating your portfolio. And if you don't have one, that might be one of the things you want to work on, hint, hint. But your organization operates generally on some kind of quarterly cycles. If they don't, that's probably a place you could be adding some value because you're a business unit, not a project team, and you should be looking for ways to improve the whole organization and maybe even lead by example from a business unit perspective. So 90-day cycles or three-month quarterly cycles makes perfect sense. That's about the right amount of time to measure real sustainable impact, to measure a real shift in your organization. So you want to align your PMO value delivery cycles with that. And that's what we do in the Impact Engine program. We have every quarter, you are making another change, delivering more value, seeing some more results, showing results, and being able to talk about the successes of those results with your stakeholders. And before you start saying, I can't just deliver one thing at a time, first of all, it's not really one thing. Sometimes we recommend a specific service if it's a big service and you kind of go broad instead of going deep, or you go deep with one or two services in one department, then you expand it. All that is what we walk you through in the program. But how's it working out for you right now with you trying to work in the PMO and do a lot of service delivery while you're trying to build the foundation? Are you getting really far? And if you were able to magically roll out 16 services at one time, do you really believe your organization would be able to digest all those changes at once? Or have the patience to wait a year or more for you to show any of those different services to them? Because that's the problem. If you wait until you have everything perfect, or if you wait until you've got a whole suite of services and templates and process and all this stuff you're rolling out, you're bringing people through really big change all at once. Problem one. And problem two is they've been waiting forever. And so in the meantime, they bought other tools. They put other process in place. They broke things even further. And so now you're still waiting for them to appreciate you and all these things you've done. And they're all working around you because you took too long. So that's why it's super important for you to instead think about how might I, how might we show some value quickly by picking one thing or a couple of things to deliver each cycle. So you do the proper assessment work we'll talk a little bit more about in the next episode. You then prioritize that list of things that needs to get done. You pick the ones that are going to give your biggest bang for your buck the fastest and you implement a few of those things 
and measure that they actually are providing the value that they're supposed to. And you do all that with one quarterly cycle. So during that time, you're not just building and building and building, you're building, you're delivering, you're showing real value, you're collecting feedback and measuring the results, the impact you're making, you're talking about it, and then you're starting to look at what you're learning from what you've implemented and what you should do next. You see, one of the secrets is not just to have this long, exhaustive list of activities or services that you're going to put in place, but it must be prioritized and it must be reviewed quarterly to make sure that what you thought was the highest priority still is. Because you might uncover a root cause to a problem that you didn't realize was actually the underlying problem for all the things they've been complaining about. And if you could fix that one root cause, you might actually solve 15 problems at once. This is another important thing that we teach our coaching students specifically. We do workshops on root cause analysis to help them explore what the real underlying problems might be. And the reason for that is often the symptoms that you're experiencing are not the actual problem you need to solve. And by iterating your way to impact, by doing it in these 90-day cycles, three-month cycles, what you're doing is you're giving yourself enough interaction with your customer and enough engagement with them so that you can monitor the whole process, see how things are working, and determine what you should be doing next. That is the secret to iterating your way to impact. You must do things in a way that's helping you show value quickly, target and focus on the most specific challenges that people have, engage with your stakeholders in meaningful ways, and constantly be predicting the future about what they need next. Okay, Impact Driver, that's it for this session. If you are interested in joining the Impact Engine PMO implementation program, you better get on it right away. Go to iepmo.com and let me help you iterate your way to impact in your organization. I'll see you soon.